there's a lot of programming that I think has happened, especially over the last 20 years, where we really feel like we have to work and hustle and grind. And I think a lot of people are going to hang on to that mentality and have a hard time letting it go. You're listening to the Rich and Hired Podcast with Chelsea Stokes. Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rich and Hired podcast. I am pumped for today's episode, guys. This is like, this is my favorite thing to talk about spirituality, astrology, mindset, manifestation. And I love the strategy stuff like with careers and job searching and that is all important. But this is the stuff that just lights me up and I couldn't be more excited to share with you the age of Aquarius and how I think this is going to impact your career, your job search potentially. And basically, I want to break down, you know, what this time period means so you can just really understand it. And as always, take what resonates with you and run with it. So I'll be breaking down, you know, what this means, the that Pluto is moving into Aquarius, how that might affect the, the collective and just generally kind of talking about this in astrology. And then I'll break down three of my predictions for how I think this is going to impact people's careers, the job market, and only time will tell (laughs) if my predictions are correct or not, but it's certainly not about being right. I think a lot of these things are already happening, and I think that this episode will just give you a lot of insight in even what's happening in the job market already. So I'm really happy to be here. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are. I am recording this at the beginning of January. And I feel already in the collective, like people are falling off the bandwagon of 2024 goals, which this always happens, right? Like end of January, early February is when things get tough. So I want to just remind you all, I do have an episode. If you scroll back on how to really set yourself up for success in the new year, if that's something that you are interested in. And just a reminder that, you know, it is challenging to set goals in January for so many reasons. You know, if you're in a winter climate, you know, the collective is definitely wanting to rest more and not take as much action. So it really is just about finding that balance of what works for you to be able to reach your goals. But I will definitely be talking more in the spring, which I feel is the true new year about how you can set goals. That being said, of course, I think that you can still make some movement at this time of year. And I'm just hoping you all are being kind to yourself and, you know, really embracing what I think the new year is about, which is reflection, rest, celebration. That's really, I think, what serves us the best. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. So 
Everyone is talking about this. Maybe you heard about it. Maybe you haven't. But on January 20th, Pluto moved in to Aquarius. So for those of you who don't know, the planets can move into different positions in our solar system that correlate with different zodiac signs. And there are many people and many people even more versed than me on this topic. I mean, there are literal like astrologers who do this for a living, who study the planets and the effect on people, you know, dependent on their signs. And there are three different signs, if you guys know. There's your sun sign, which is usually what you know, like whatever day you were born, you know, when you look in the newspaper and you correlate that to your birth date, that's your sun sign. There's also a moon sign and a rising sign. And honestly, like there's even other things you can dive into in your birth chart. If you can find someone who is an astrologer, they can dive in deep to your birth chart. And it just basically kind of explains like who you are based on where the planets were when you were born. And if you find a good astrologer, it's super interesting. But we're going to be talking today about Pluto moving into Aquarius and how that's really affecting the collective. So like I said, this is super significant because it doesn't happen often. Pluto takes a really long time to orbit the sun. Obviously, Pluto is the furthest away from our little Earth. So it takes a really long time to orbit the Earth. And Pluto has not been in the Aquarius placement for 250 years. So if you've heard about it, that's why it's so significant. What's also significant is that the last time Pluto was in Aquarius, there were big things that happened on Earth. The French Revolution, Irish uprising. So this is a really impactful time in astrology. And many people believe that it will affect the earth as it has in the past. Now let's talk about Pluto first, because Pluto in astrology is about exposing the truth. It's about hidden thoughts, feelings, emotion, the subconscious. So it really feeds the collective, but kind of in like an underground way, like kind of in a hidden way, just like your subconscious, right? Your subconscious mind is really sneaky. Like you don't always notice that it's doing things. I talk about this a lot in my content. So Pluto is the same way. Like it's kind of a sneaky planet in that it's really kind of uncovering things and exposing, like I said, the truth. So this planet is meant to bring things out to the light that were hidden. And because of this, this might trigger people and bring up their shadow side. To be honest, I don't know about you guys, but I really feel like I have already noticed this. You know, I've definitely felt like just generally speaking, people are a little bit more triggered. You know, people are diving into their shadow side or not even noticing it. So this is definitely the effects of Pluto. I feel like I was already noticing as we came up to January 20th and this move into Aquarius. So that's what Pluto represents. Pluto represents exposing the truth and hidden thoughts, feelings, emotions. Now, Aquarius is a very funky zodiac sign. <laughs> 
my mom is an Aquarius and she, I feel like embodies this sign so well. (laughs) She loves to dress really funny. You know, she's very outgoing. She's out there. So a lot of people describe Aquarius as the alien of the Zodiac. They are usually unique and different. Sometimes they're rebellious. And so again, this is why the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius, we had these really rebellious uprising and things happening on Earth. But generally speaking, like I said, Aquarius is that kind of like funky, different zodiac sign. Aquarius is also an air sign. So there are themes of community, communication, networking, intelligence that come up with Aquarius and that being an air sign. So when you combine the two, right, when you combine what Pluto represents and what Aquarius represents, a lot of people believe that for the collective, this is going to be a time of big change. This is going to be a time of individuality. And really, I think that this is going to be a time where collectively, we're all going to have to make a choice about where the world is going to go. I feel like we're already seeing this with what's happening with Israel and Palestine. You know, there are a lot of people trying to decide, you know, what is right, what's wrong. I mean, there's a lot of moral conversations happening, right? I mean, that's a perfect example of how Pluto and Aquarius can affect the earth, right? So Pluto is going to be in Aquarius for 19 years. So we will potentially not see all the effects of it for some time. You know, it can take time and a ripple effect for these things to come to us. But for me personally, I feel like I am already seeing this happen in the world, in the job market, and I'll explain that more. But basically, this is how this move in our planetary system is going to affect us, right? Now, for you individually, if you are someone who has Aquarius in your birth chart, maybe your sun sign, your rising sign, or your moon sign, like I said, it may affect you more. You may feel some of these things that I mentioned even more so. So just to sum it up, essentially what we're seeing is a lot of individuality, a lot of change, a lot of... I think like exposing of the truth of our subconscious, of our shadow side, and that's really how Aquarius is predicted to affect us. Now, just for comparison, Pluto was previously in Capricorn. So I'm a Capricorn, and I think that I embody Capricorn energy pretty much to a T. However, Capricorn is my sun sign and your sun sign is often, it's the main sign, right? I just explained like if you look at Zodiac in the newspaper, it's, if you look up like your birth date, like that's just going to be your sun sign, right? So your sun sign is also your ego sign and your ego is basically what you have to learn in order to learn the lessons that you're here on earth to learn. So Capricorn is traditionally known as being very ambitious, as being a goal getter, as, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are Capricorns, not surprisingly. So if we look back at the last 19 years, 
what have we seen, right? We've seen this big girl boss shift, right? Of people who, of women who want to like work hard, build businesses, you know, move up the corporate ladder. We've seen a lot of big companies come into play, right? Companies that were really like thriving and even things like Wall Street and, you know, people having to have like, you know, perfect makeup and Instagram feeds and perfect outfits, right? So if we just look back at where, what has happened in the world when Pluto was in Capricorn, we kind of saw this very like ego-driven side of our world. And being a Capricorn, I'm not saying that I embody this. I don't. I mean, I'm like really, all I stand for pretty much is like anti-girl boss. Like I want women to succeed, but not at the expense of like hustling and grinding, which think about our world, right? That is what you were likely taught is the way that you get success, right? You hustle, you grind and you work your way to the top. That's what I was taught at least, right? And that's very like traditional ego Capricorn, toxic Capricorn. And that's kind of what our world has been like, right? But obviously that hasn't served us. And we're already seeing this shift out of this Capricorn energy into a different way of life. So I'm going to break that down for you. I'm going to break down, like I said, the three things that I think will happen as we move into Aquarius for Pluto. Of course, I can't say I'm not a, I'm not a psychic. I don't know that this will happen, but I feel like I'm already starting to see these things come into play. So some of these are predictions and some of these are just kind of things I'm already noticing. So let's dive into it. The first prediction I have on how Pluto and Aquarius is going to affect you, your career, the job market is old corporate is dying and I think is going to continue to die. Now, like I said earlier, the effects of Pluto and Aquarius may take time to fully affect us, right? So it's going to be there for 19 years and we might not see the effects for the next like 40, 60, 80 years, right? We're still going to have a little bit of that hangover for Pluto and Capricorn. So it's not like it's just going to like happen right away. And there definitely will be things that will feed into this. Like how much is the collective going to work for old corporate? How much are people going to go against it? And let me explain what I mean by old corporate, because maybe you haven't heard that term or heard me talk about it before. So we've already seen this shift of old corporate and new corporate. Old corporate is companies that a lot of our parents worked for, right? My dad, for example, worked for a company for 30 years. He stayed there. He started when he was really young. He worked his way up and he stayed with that company for a really long time. And he worked hard, right? He had very much that like Pluto and Capricorn mindset. Uh, My dad is also a Capricorn, not surprisingly. (laughs) Hard work, grind. He had a blue collar uh, family upbringing. So very traditional, right? And a lot of our parents' generation was of that mindset, right? You get in a company, you work hard, you get the house, you get the car, right? All of this like Pluto and Capricorn energy. And as we've kind of moved into this new phase, obviously we've seen a lot of people not wanting to work at those companies or talking openly about how they are not happy at those companies or even new companies that are coming up trying to be like these companies that don't really take care of their employees, right? This kind of company culture might've worked for our parents' generation, but it doesn't really fit into our world now, right? 
as employees generally, like we are not just okay with the bare minimum or like just being paid like enough to get by, right? We are not okay with that. The world has changed and a lot of companies have not kept up with the changes that are needed for employees to be happy, right? So old corporate is a lot of like, even some big name companies, I think are just very traditional, very old school. Even some of their recruiters I will see, and this is obviously a general statement. I'm not saying this for every recruiter, but a lot of recruiters will, you know, judge people with gaps in their resume, which which, like who the F cares about gaps in your resume anymore? If a company and a recruiter is knocking a candidate for that. Do you know how many people got let go unwillingly from COVID, people who had to take short stints? And also like how unfair is that for women who have to take time off if they want to take time off for their kids, right? Or men too. So that's a very old school mentality. Obviously judging people for having a gap in your resume is really unfair. Of course, to an extent, right? If you're someone who's like constantly job hopping and like constantly can't hold a job, there's a difference between that and you were let go, you know, you took time off for your family or, you know, bereavement or you just needed a break or you got burned out, whatever, right? So that is old corporate. New corporate are these companies that are coming up that are actually taking care of their employees, that have remote work, right? That are offering competitive medical benefits, like at a basic human need, right? Medical, dental, uh, people who have maternity and paternity leave that is actually, you know, more than like 10 weeks. So people don't have to leave their babies at home when they're just born. There's a great company, I think, that is a wonderful example of this Chani. I had a client that is working there. I've talked about it on my TikTok. One of my videos actually was like blowing up about Chani recently. I don't know why, but they offer something called unlimited menstrual leave. So they allow women to take time off if they are having, you know, complications from their period. They also don't pay anyone in their company less than $70,000 a year. So this is a great example of a company that is embodying new corporate. And I actually post about companies like this every week on my LinkedIn. I have a list of companies that I feel are you know, part of this new cor- corporate wave where they are taking care of their employees. They are, you know, making things equitable. They are serving women and minority groups. Uh, they're doing, you know, diversity trainings, things like that, right? That is all new corporate. And that's the way our world is going. And unlike these old corporate companies, these new corporate companies are really supporting what our world needs, what employees need, right? And a lot of these things, right, are like basic stuff that our parents didn't have and maybe our parents were okay with because, you know, at that time they were able to, you know, get by, get a house, get a car, whatever. But now things have shifted so much, right? And we're, we, we want more. We want what we feel like we deserve as humans and employees. So I really think with this move with Pluto and Aquarius, we are going, I don't think that these companies who are going to be not taking care of their employees, not valuing their employees, not respecting them. I don't think that they're really going to last. I don't, I mean, we're already seeing with Gen Z, like they are not okay with these companies and they're calling them out with the age of social media, right? Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius is definitely going to affect technology as well, right? Technology is different. Technology is unique. Technology is new. We're seeing social media, right? Like Gen Z has exposed, I saw a woman the other day, she got let go and she recorded her conversation uh, and posted on TikTok and the company like is getting roasted, right? So I don't think that these companies can last. 
Will they maybe last for quite some time? Yeah. You know, it could take a while for some of these bigger companies to fall. And I think the more that the collective leans into not supporting these companies or not working at them, then I think the better. And this is exactly why I'm a career coach, guys. This is exactly why I do the work that I do, because I don't want people working for these companies that they're not going to be taken care of, right? And the power that you hold as an individual, as an employee, is to make a plan to leave companies that aren't taking care of you and go work for ones that are part of this new corporate, right? That's where your power lies. And this is exactly how you can start to embrace the Pluto and Aquarius, right? So that is my first prediction is that old corporate is going to continue to die away and new corporate is just going to get stronger and stronger. My second prediction is I think people are going to get more creative about their careers. Now, I think that this is potentially going to be a longer shift because I think that breaking the mold of how careers are supposed to be or what you want in your career or, you know, what you think you should get in your career. I think that that is a hard mold to break. I think a lot of people right now are chasing a lot of things that Pluto in Capricorn was representing, like money, like fame, like, you know, a luxurious lifestyle, which there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But a lot of times these things can feed our ego and we think those things are going to make us happy when in reality, those are not the things that make you happy. So I'm already seeing the shift, right, of people like myself moving into entrepreneurship, starting side hustles, people getting creative about, you know, doing things outside of work. And this is, again, one of the many things that I represent in my business. I'm realizing as I'm talking that like all of my coaching is like Pluto and Aquarius. And this is exactly what I talk to my clients about. You know, I want my clients to have a career that supports their life not the other way around. But we want to get creative about that because a job and even starting a business, neither of those things are going to be the answer to your happiness and fulfillment in life. And it doesn't need to be either or. Maybe you have a job and that pays the bills, you enjoy what you do, and you have a side hustle. Or maybe you're a mom and you get to spend more time with your kids. Or maybe you're in a career for 10 years and then you decide to, you know, go and like, take care of your family or pursue a business. And then you go back to your career again. I think that this age of Aquarius is really going to bring in the idea that your career does not need to be this like perfect straight line, like our parents' generation typically was, right? Like in the example with my dad, he just stayed at the company for 30 years, boop, 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 you just work your way up. Which if that's something you want to do, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like it's totally okay if you just want to, you know, kind of climb the corporate ladder and get different promotions and different jobs and work at different companies. But even more, even to that point, right, maybe you will do that by changing companies or changing industries. So I think we're really breaking this mold of your career needs to be this like perfect straight line and you graduate college and you get in a job and then you boop, 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 work. Boring. <laughs> that is not going to fly with Pluto and Aquarius, right? I think people are really starting to get creative in their careers. This is exactly what I promote. This is exactly what I talk to my clients about. And again, it's not when I say your career, like I'm also talking about your life outside of work, right? So what are you doing outside of work to give yourself fulfillment, right? Do you have a job where you can turn off and do what you want after work or on the weekends? Like whether that's baking bread (laughs) 
baking sourdough bread and just like enjoying that or spending time with family and friends or working a remote job and being able to travel. Like, I think that we really need to start to get creative about our careers. And I I think that's already happening. I think it's going to happen even more as Pluto is in Aquarius. So that's my second prediction. My third prediction is I think that we're really just going to see a big split. And I think I I know I'm already seeing it. I think that there's really going to be two paths that people are going to pursue. There's going to be people that are going to stay in this Pluto in in Capricorn state, right? Which we're still going to see the effects of that energy as even though we've moved in Pluto, as even though Pluto has moved into Aquarius, right? And I think there's going to be people that are going to really want to hang on to that energy, right? Because this is what you know, right? You were taught that you work hard and you hustle and you'll get success. And to be honest, I said TBH, but to be honest, it is a very hard mold to break. Think about things like, you know, you were trained that, you know, if you're not productive, you're lazy. I have a lot of clients that struggle with resting and that's something that we have to really work on, right? Like even if you get a career where you can have, you know, extra time off, are you going to try to fill your whole day with work or are you going to actually be able to like rest during your day and take breaks? There's a lot of programming that I think has happened, especially over the last 20 years, where we really feel like we have to work and hustle and grind. And I think a lot of people are going to hang on to that mentality and have a hard time letting it go, which, listen, I get it. Like, it is a hard mentality to break. This is like when people say, like, breaking out of the matrix. Like, I think that that is the matrix. That, like, we've been taught that a certain set of rules, a certain set of things are going to make us happy. The house, a marriage, a car, money, all those things are going to make you happy, which those things can add to your happiness, but they don't make you happy. And that's Pluto in Capricorn energy is thinking those things are going to make you happy. The healthy side, I think, is having those things and finding happiness within yourself. And Pluto in Aquarius energy is getting creative about how you're going to find that happiness likely with your shadow side, right? And embracing some of those hidden truths, right? That shadow side, those things that you need to uncover, those things you have to unlearn, right? That have made you unhappy in yourself. Now, the other path I think we're going to see is people embracing this Pluto and Aquarius. Like I said, people that are going to embrace their individuality, people that are going to think about their lives more creatively. And guys, there's like so much I could say here. It's so exciting. Like when we even just think about the creativity that Pluto and Aquarius is going to bring, in order to be creative, you have to have a regulated nervous system. And a lot of people right now have a dysregulated nervous system. Their nervous systems are freaking out because of COVID or money struggles or all of the news that they're taking in all the time. And because of that, they are stressed out all the time. Their body and their nervous system is in flight or flight mode and they're easily triggered. They get pissed off easy, right? And and that is not helpful for anybody, right? So with this Pluto and Aquarius, like I said, I think we're going to see this creative energy, but we're going to need people to regulate your their nervous systems. And this is where I think we're seeing a lot of people who are teaching nervous system work like myself. And I've learned nervous system work from other teachers, right? I've been seeing a lot of somatic coaches, right? And different, you know, even like Reiki, right? We're seeing all these different types of practices that are focused on 
energy and calming the nervous system. And when you get into a calm state, when you regulate your nervous system, you are more creative. So I think we're going to really see people pulled to this more creative side, regulating their nervous system, healing their trauma, overcoming their mindset blocks, like getting into this like Pluto hidden subconscious side and adding in that Aquarius creative energy. And also Aquarius, like I said, it's like the alien of the zodiac signs. It's a very playful energy too. And I think we're going to see people really embracing like this play, this fun. We're leaving that Pluto and Capricorn behind that was like very hardworking. And we're embracing this like fun, playful energy. And how this plays into your career is like, again, like what do you want to do outside of work, right? How do you want to play in your work? How do you want to play outside of your work? Do you want to have a career where you, you know, are able to pay the bills. Like I know someone, she's a career coach. She has a great, she has a a job and she's a career coach. So she has a job, pays the bills, and then she just has fun like at work. And she has like a TikTok and like a little business on the side. Like she's getting creative about her career and just playing. So I think we're going to see this big split, right? We're going to see people hanging on to this Pluto and Capricorn energy, That's still going to reverberate for a while. And then we're going to see people really embracing this Pluto and Aquarius energy. And there is nothing wrong with pursuing either path. It's just for me, like I can see very clearly how Pluto and Capricorn has affected me personally. I suffered, as you know, from burnout. I was in a very toxic job and I still got burnt out even when I started my business because it doesn't matter where you go, you take your ish with you unless you heal it. And it took me time to heal it. I'm so lucky that I was guided by whatever I was guided by, my angels, universe, source, whoever, to healing that and getting to a more regulated state. But I was in that Pluto and Capricorn energy. And it because I am a Capricorn, it affected me super heavily, right? But now as we move into this Aquarius state, things are shifting and I can see that shifting for me too. And I just know that that energy is what I think is going to serve the earth the best. We're aligning with the natural energies of the solar system. And I think the more that we can just connect with our earth, our universe, the better. And, you know, I'm not here to convince anybody that astrology is real. I still have my, I'm a optimistic skeptic. Like I, I do believe in a lot of this stuff, but at the same time, I'm always like, I can see how this could be, or it could not be. But if you really break it down, like how insane is it that our earth exists and the planets are just perfectly apart from one another, that none are crashing into one another. And we have this beautiful habitable planet and like, just the things that had to line up for even our solar system to exist is wild to me. <laughs> so when we take a step back and look at this, I really think that the more that we can align to our natural energies, the better we're going to feel in our careers, in our lives, in our relationships. Even if you just break that down to like cycle syncing, like women tracking their period and how their natural body energies align with what they're doing day to day. Like even at that simple, in that simple example, we can see how aligning with your energy benefits you. So I really feel that me aligning with Pluto and Aquarius is the best thing for me. I think that's the best thing for the collective and I'm excited and happy that I have a business that is really already embodying Pluto and Aquarius energy. So to recap, the three predictions I have on how this shift from Pluto into Aquarius is going to affect careers and job searching is number one, I think old corporate is going to get out of here, 
fade away, (laughs) although it may take some time. possible that it may not even happen in my full lifetime, but I do think we're going to continue to see that shift. Second, I think that people are going to get more creative about their careers and not thinking about it so black and white, but getting more creative and playful about what their careers can look like. And number three, I think we're going to really see a shift in the collective on two types of paths, people that are going to be hanging on to that like hustle culture, grind culture, and then people that are going to be embracing a new way of living, a more playful way of living, a more creative way of living and having careers that embody that as well. So only time will tell (laughs) if these things will come into play. But like I said, I feel like I'm already seeing these things happen. And I have over the last couple years as we've kind of come up right to this, this age of Aquarius. And I honestly think that this is the best thing for the world. And I'm just excited to see those of you who are going to embrace this natural energy. So I honestly could make this a two-part episode. If you guys like this, let me know on Instagram. I certainly can do a second part, but I loved recording this episode. I hope that this helps you. And I am just, like I said, excited for everything that's to come in this new age of our world. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode.